Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Pretty Bride, and I'd like to thank you for supporting Illinois. If you'd like to further support Illinois' media and what we do for the culture, here are a few ways that we can use your help. First, you can follow us on social media, download the Illinois app, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Illinois with a Z. You can also buy merchandise, or you can lend us a helping hand by donating a one-time or a monthly contribution. To donate, just visit Illinois.co backslash donate. That's I-L-L-A-N-O-I-Z-E dot co backslash donate. We thank you for supporting everything we do because without no you, there is no us. Yeah, man. I understand that we're getting trapping all day. I understand that we've been robbing all day. But one part of the day, you got to cut on Illinois Radio. You're now tuned in with Illinois Radio with your host, Vico, Illinois Jones, and Pretty Riot. Turn your radios up and spread the noise. I'm your boy, Vico, alongside my, my host, Pretty Riot, and Illinois Jones. And as always, we bring you all the illest guests from around the city and globe. And today we got Jamika in the building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he, he definitely got you. Yeah, you gotta get your, uh, your Joe Budden on with the with the sound bites. Oh yeah, I, I don't got that. I just do it myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> What's been going on, Slime? You ain't been up here in a minute. Yeah, no, I've been um, in the background, like man of my business. You know, I feel yeah. like every time Kanye goes on some type of rant, you're here. Last time wasn't Kanye ranting because Kanye is my spirit animal. <laughs> We connect on another level. If, if he, that may very well be true, like, I believe it was. We I swear, about yeah, we, yes, we, yeah, did. we did. We yeah. did. That's crazy. That's why I'm like, wait, what the? <laughs> well, it looked like she about to get her tongue on. She got some shit on her chest. <laughs> that she got to let off. Now, nah, because DJ First Class he already talked about, so I'm coming in here to act a fool. I'm not. So we're gonna keep it very close. Oh, you saw okay. the comments? Yeah, <laughs> yes, I did. Okay, <laughs> you gotta give them what they want. Yeah, you know. what they want. All right, now sorry, what's your name? So, first, I mean, how, how you been since the last time, you know, uh, we had you up here? Um, I'm well, of course. Drop the secret EP, boop. Y'all got that sexy. It was the completion of Crazy Sexy Cool. Mm-hmm. A little trilogy for y'all. Um, finishing up the um, final phases of... Um, Renovation in our clubhouse. Okay, that's location Chicago. Y'all check that out. It's the premier private clubhouse for the cool, calm, and collected. And we ain't Chicago. Been invited y'all yet. more than welcome to come back. As a matter of fact, y'all, I was, I was gonna come in. Holla at y'all, y'all about hosting an after set for your party Monday. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that when we get done. I hear that. Any okay. Home. okay. <laughs> All right. Um, what else did I got on the block? Um. <sighs> I don't know, you know. Wait, okay, I'm, well, do you do you cook too? I do cook. Okay, do. we so cool. Fat, fat friend, fat, fat friend skinny, skinny friend. that. Oh, okay, skinny so friend. fat friend, skinny friend oh, fat is friend, the, is the second friend. floor of location. So to break this down, location is a um, private membership club where you will be able to come and just relax, do your thing. Um, to get a better understanding, we want to mirror that of like Soho. If y'all familiar, mm-hmm. um, they are a private membership club, but I wanted to gear ours more towards Chicago culture, you know, more comfortable for our people. Because even though we are in Fulton Market and we are like maybe like a five minute walk from Soho, I wanted to have somewhere that it feels more welcoming for us. You know what I mean? Because at times, yeah, you might have the money to go play and pay to sit amongst those other colors you know what I mean but do you feel comfortable are they welcoming mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying can you efficiently work in the space without 
being thrown off mentally. You know what I mean? So during the day at location, between the hours of like 9 to 5 p.m., we operate as a shared workspace. You can come in with the membership, you know, Wi-Fi, all of that. We got the Sonos surround sound, theater projectors, all of that. You do as you please, just as you would in like, let's say, Starbucks, you know? Mm. And then, of course, after 5, we allow the space to be accessed as a lounge for our members. So after 5, it goes down. Um, The second floor facilitates as Fat Friend, Skinny Friend. That's my supper club. It's my little baby because I always be at home cooking and everybody be like, why you don't sell this? And, you know, my guy was on my ass like, why you, you, you wasting time? You could be making money. All right, cool. Buy me a kitchen. Boom. Buy me a kitchen. Um, Right. Buy me a kitchen. Boom. Got a kitchen. So that's how that came about. Um, So the second floor is Fat Friend, Skinny Friend. Shout out to my partner, Nikki. Uh, The concept of Fat Friend, Skinny Friend, of course, is we do American comfort food with a vegan alternative. So whatever the fat friend gets, the skinny friend can get. Okay. That's That's what you call marketing and thinking, too. It's cool, right? It's cool. (laughs) I got to actually ask you, though, about Location Chicago and the location in general. Mm -hmm. Food to market. That's not predominantly an an area where you see a lot of black-owned business. So, you know, first and foremost, when did Location Chicago come about and what made you all choose that specific location? Well, really, um, to be all honest, it kind of just fell in our laps uh, in regards to finding the space because we weren't really we weren't even really location scouting no pun intended Um, we were not location scouting we were not looking to even start another business it came about as an opportunity and with because everybody from Don't Do Coke works in this building the third floor is also AXM studio shout out to the brother Adam that's my bro Um, that is a full-fledged uh, photography studio so on the third floor excuse me you can go have a photo shoot or use the space secondary as another lounge area but anyhow so we never were looking for a space it kind of just came about all of us have the, the financial means to be able to you know do as we please so instead of fucking all I'm sorry excuse me instead of just no let, let your rock okay, cool. instead of fucking off uh, 50,000 on us going to vacation cause we go we go everywhere I know everybody be seeing like when we moved one thing about Don't Do Coke is like we really be spending our own money when we put these productions on we really spending our own money so this year we didn't do camp niggas was like hey let's go back uh, yeah. a, a place for us to work at boom and there it is so that's what we did and, and so is it so y'all got like a warehouse um, it's, it's it's not necessarily a warehouse, but yes, yes, that's cool. You can say that. So, it's what cool, like so. sparked the brain to do something like a Soho? Like, what was y'all? What was the conversation to be like? We should have our own shit. Like, well, literally, because moment? we do mingle in. For one, I'm that black person that like I'm anti kicking it in where I grew up at. At right. this point, not anti, but like. I want to become more cultured mm. and diverse culture right. and not just what I'm used to. So when I go out for lunch, it might be in Fulton Market. Like me and my guy go anywhere in the city. I tell people all the time, Chicago is such a big city. It's beyond the South Side. It's beyond over East. It's beyond out West. It's right. beyond them South Suburbs and South Suburbs get it bad because they get that SOS. I call it stuck on Sibley Syndrome. Okay? <laughs> that happens. But anyhow, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm one of those black people that venture out. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times when we we spending money, like we just went to, uh, what is it, uh, Maple and Ash and had like a $1,200 bill. You know what I mean? We used to spending this type of money. But when you're in these places again, do you feel comfortable? Do you always feel as welcome? Regardless of how well the service may be, 
at the end of the day, you know when it's kind of like, uh, They just yeah. want your money. They don't care for you. You feel me? You can feel that. Yeah, you can feel that in the atmosphere. It's, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and sometimes it does not matter how much money you spending or where you at or what your name is. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, we live in Chicago. It's one of the most segregated cities in the nation. So I wanted to have that feel of like um, professionalism. Okay, I wanted to have a feel of like a, a place that integrity is just upheld. Because a lot of the times we go to places that's like black owned business and it's just like, oh, put the music on, get the lights, and that's the spot. We, we hosting parties every weekend. <laughs> that ain't what we're doing. You feel Facts. me? Facts. That's not what we're doing. I wanted to have a place that w- that is selective membership-wise, you know what I'm saying? So we don't let anybody come in so that when you are a member, um, when you come in to network, you will be able to network with people that are in like, uh, like-minded, mm-hmm. creative, other creatives, people that are looking to venture off into business. You might walk in and have a conversation with somebody who may be looking to invest 70000 behind you. You feel me? I don't want people that's coming in here to linger because oh this way y'all shoot videos bro no we don't we don't even permit we don't even allow people to, to record music videos interviews none of that in this space because I want to keep quality assurance yeah, exclusive now, you feel me we're, we're so, keeping it private we're keeping ahead. it private and exclusive like how do you all go about memberships Um, so membership is member referral required Uh, so you need a referral from a current member and or don't do coca like yeah, all y'all know me Oh, y'all know how to get in contact with me. Everybody in Chicago knows how to get in contact with me. Like, I, none of my none of my social media is private. We're here. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> just like how when y'all go, when y'all see us out there, we doing the show, and y'all know how to get in my DMs and be like, hey, how can I get on stage? Same way as how you ask for me. That part. <laughs> she was going to say, says before we get So, um, one thing I wanted to ask was about the community specifically, because since Fulton Market is not of like people of us it has the community embraced you and your space being there because absolutely really I thought you was going to say absolutely not not. (laughs) absolutely I will say this when we first moved over there right Here's the funny part. When we first moved out there, you know, had little white kids want to play this. It was crazy about little white kids and they were like teenagers or whatever. They love black people so much. But they want to be these assholes. Like, it's just in them. I don't know what it is, right? So you got little white kids that love Travis Scott. That'll pay hundreds and thousands to go to his concert and sing and rap out, but then gonna come behind my building and spray paint white power and then come back 30 minutes and then draw over it like... Uh, smiley faces and shit like that. That was the little shit that we was dealing with kids. But when their parents saw how we were moving, mm-hmm. now they inviting us to the alderman's office. Now they want to come meet us. Oh, we want to come in and see what's going on. Oh, this is dope. This is cool. We didn't know that um, younger people were into this stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? So I want to say that the community is more so welcoming because they want to see more prosperous things as well. They want to see younger black people that are not the stereotypical Chicago as well. That's dope as hell, man. I'm happy to hear that because I thought you were show for the say they did nah, not. Nah, like we shit, right so. in look in our in our little neighborhood right now. Um, I have yet to meet anybody that was not welcoming. Even with them little kids, like they came and spray painted. Once they saw, like, oh, these they cool, like you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Like that now they want to come see what's to it. Now they want to come be involved. We uh, Zay was out shooting from the block, Chicago. Low key, we shoot it at our spot. Okay, and all the white people coming past wanting to see what's going on. They come and taking pictures with the rappers. Don't even know who the fuck they are. You know what I mean? That's that's how it is. Um, and I and they encourage us to like, they encourage us to to feel welcome. Type. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. But like, um, 
the little spot on the corner held a private a private festival for the block. It's real mob oriented in that area. Also, is uh, the Grand Avenue Crew. If any of y'all follow mob stories, but yeah. the the cast uh, that was based from the movie Casino grew up on that block that is where they're from the original Grand Avenue crew so it's a lot of like uh, that goes ties back into our name also um, the building is called Location because it's speakeasy themed we were told rumor has it that the particular building that we're in was a spot where Capone would use to have like uh wine barrels and shit during Prohibition so we kind of kept that theme whenever y'all come the doors in the alley I'ma just get y'all that one that, hey, <laughs> not you need the password to get in you do you do that you do that we getting our what you call it have a mic on back there for sure Mike is shining a pinky toe Yo, what's up? It's your girl, Pretty Riot, and I'm sitting pretty starting riots right here on Illinois Radio. I got my brother, Biko. I got my brother, Jones. And we got my girl, Tamika, in the building. Yeah. Give it up. Well, <laughs> I'm saying give it up like we on stage. I'm already Shut in Jones, I can't mock you, brother. How you you got to hit her with the... Oh, no, man. That's only in the beginning. Damn, that's only in the son. beginning. That's wow. like you you're you a the terrible sound boy. <laughs> the button don't even work. You don't want to hit the button only once, man. You only hit the button but once, I'm man. Right. That's right. You can do it with yeah. yeah. That's hard. I used to be a really, really, really big... Scooby-Doo fan. Scooby-Doo, just anything. Yeah. My, son, my son was Scrappy-Doo. Really? Yeah, they had oh, that's cute. <laughs> it might be like worth the money. One day. One I tried day. to get the collective, but they stopped doing it. As soon as I graduated, so I went back the next day, they stopped. They had stopped doing it. That's amazing. I phoned them, gave them to their kids, from bro. Thieves. Well, they know what's to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that just threw me off. They was talking about a bobblehead. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> This family so, up here, man. No, I know, but I'm like, it was so, I didn't want to interrupt because it was so genuine. That was such a genuine interaction. So, um, on the break, we were talking, well, we talked about a lot over the break. We did. Okay, so, um, one thing I do want to talk about that we did talk about over the break is something that we touched on with you saying how the Fulton Market community embraced you. What is some advice that you would give to other, like, black entrepreneurs that may be looking to open up any type of social, uh, like, any type of social environment in Chicago? Like, just so that it can be successful because I do want to see more black-owned social spots for people of our kind because I think we deserve that. So if you could give them any advice from running a successful social spot, I think that's the best thing I can call it right now. Um, yeah, what would you what would you say to them? Um, so I'm gonna just lay it out flat uh, and put everybody in a bunch. Let's just let's go ahead and put everybody in a bunch. One of my biggest pet peeves with um, small black owned businesses or whatever is that we tend to um, have a great idea and just jump for it. The problem with doing that is we skip a lot of the small steps in between. So uh, one of the one of the biggest things, like once we did find loca- the spot, our spot, um, I started to study the neighborhood. I wanted to know the other businesses that were around. I wanted to know how many public transportation um, routes we had. I wanted to know how often did the police make stops in our neighborhood. Like, I wanted to study this neighborhood so well that I understood the type of person that will come in and out of these doors. I wanted to know, I wanted to figure out how can we... um, how can we be put in a, in a in an area that isn't thought to be so welcoming, right? And make them feel as if they want to embrace us. You feel me? Like, because a lot of the times as black-owned businesses, when we do come in these little white neighborhoods, and it's immediately shunned. And that's based on um, 
how people uh, the assumptions of behavior. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They assume by certain behaviors that that means this. We were just talking about a particular somebody off air, and we were. Just, I, my comment was, "Well, they in there clapping cheeks." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a certain behavior. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Will trigger somebody's uh, assumption of you, and uh, of course, like, is that racist? Yes, but we live in a world where, where racism is very is standard living in our country. So you be naive as a black owner not to do research on where you are for that reason. So that's one of my biggest pieces of advice. Know where you are. Like, and, and that's one of the steps as is in establishing business anyway. You're supposed to like find your competitors in the neighborhood and how many people come through. Do you have walking traffic? All of this, right? But we don't do that. Which is why you end up having a lot of black-owned business that may have a, a, a location that isn't the nicest, but they got the deal on the rent. They got a good idea and they were able to just get in there. And then it doesn't succeed in the next six months. It, yeah. Hey, y'all heard her, but get your act together and dropping knowledge. Better. Yeah. <laughs> On the real. Do, you, do your due diligence and do yeah. the work. Because a lot of people won't even think like that to check to see the, the uh, public transportation routes, to see how many times the police make stops. You know what I mean? You know why I did that? Because I want to know, right? Like, okay, you gotta you gotta think of it from a marketing aspect, or let's talk about festivals. Let's talk about festivals. Because that's that's what I was gonna transition. I know you that's so I'm gonna wing it to you. <laughs> right? Let's talk about festivals. When you throw a festival, you have to know your demographic, mm-hmm. right? You have to know your demographic because these people now to behavior patterns with the demographic. You know, it's common that they may do X, Y, Z. Um, when it comes down to location, right? Let's say, for example, there's a festival going on. I know on my schedule calendar, event calendar, um, what was it this year? Uh, not Lollapalooza. Summer what was Smash. The, not Summer Smash. Uh, they were by, they were close by two near in Douglas Park. Uh, there was one at the on Ogden. It was a festival right there. Was on, it Riot? Riot Fest. Fest. There you go. Um, now, me marketing. Boom. Knowing my location, we have uh, we have one, two, we have about three different. Uh, public transportation uh, spots within a uh, one block walking distance from my building. I know that that many people are coming off the train going to this place afterwards so I'm going to throw a party that night and have an open house so that all these kids flushing through the neighborhood can come through here. That's how you read, you know what I mean? It's like knowing how to herd cattle. Yeah. Mm, damn, girl. Ooh, we. I mean, speaking on on festival, you know, don't do coke presents Kemp Smokey, Smokey Bear. Now, you know, of course, the pandemic messed up a lot of things for a lot of people. Um, but I would say it didn't mess things up for you all because y'all Smokey took that. Br- well, wait, hit me out. It probably did, but hit oh, me yeah. out. I heard you earlier say instead of Camp Smokey Bear because you couldn't, y'all couldn't put it together. You all created Location Chicago. We did. So some good came out of it. But I, I mean, I want to know, you know, with the pandemic hitting and kind of like. Like putting things, I don't, I'm gonna say at a halt. Will Camp Smokey Bear return? First answer is yes. Yes, it will return. Did the pandemic mess us up? Yes, it did. Um, our return initially was supposed to have been 2020. Okay. COVID hit 2024, 2020. That spring, mm-hmm. it was like we were in the beginning of boom, full fledged, everybody going to house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the following year, 2021, this past summer, COVID hit us again. We had low-key partnered in um, with the High Park Summerfest this year. 
they had given us about a quarter of the festival to do a full-on immersive uh, production. We were going to do a small uh, demo of Camp Smokey Bear within the High Park Brew mm-hmm. Festival. You they said High Park Brew Festival? Uh, I'm sorry, it's not the High Park Brew Festival. It used to be the High Park Brew Festival. They changed the name to the High Park Summer okay, I just wanted to make sure I was hearing you correctly. Same so. thing, different name. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, they had updated this this past summer to the High Park Summer Festival. So we were going to go super big um, this year in regards to the traffic. Because for one, like I think Camp Smokey Bear, we maxed out at about uh, 14,000, 15,000 people. Okay. Uh the the High Park Summerfest does about fifty to sixty thousand per day. Okay, so we were we we planned on doing so much bigger this year in regards to festivals. You know, just coming in collaborating with them because those like everybody in High Park really, I like those are my big homies. The 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 like. Uh, the well established like older black people like the, the ones that's like fifteen. 10, maybe 12 years older than us, like the Jonathan Swains, the guy who owns Ken Bark Beverage Shop. That's the big dog. He was putting a lot into it this summer. You had, even Joe Fresh Goods was doing a pop-up. He was coming out, um, collaborating this summer. He was coming. Um, Leaders was out this summer. You know, it was going to be like extra big, like for the culture. So that was kind of like, I was really salty. I was really salty that that didn't happen because I felt like it would be, it would have helped us it would have helped us as a standalone festival so much more. And independent. At so that. much more, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that so the ball was dropped because of COVID. I mean, let's let's not say the ball was dropped because it's this still year, just yeah, this year. Because I'm going to say it's still room for opportunity. Because look, yeah. you just partnered with High Park, like so. It, it, I feel like it's still definitely some room. Yeah, uh, we had some fun stuff lined up for. Yeah. You think it's going <laughs> to at least take place 2022? Because I feel like pandemic is starting 2022, to level. Twenty twenty two. That will be determined. That we okay, so of course with camp, it takes us about six months in for preparation. So normally we start off around January, with like getting everything situated, figuring out the logistics of everything, finding the location, all of that. Um, so I would say in these next couple of months will be our final like, yay or nay, if we gonna go ahead and go forward. Are we able to? Yes, but right now we still have location on our shoulders, which is still a baby. It's not even fully open publicly yet. So that's kind of like, um, that's my main focus right now. Will Camp come back? Yes. Do we have the means to do so? Yes. Do I want to? Yes. My Let me say this too. I went on a rant this summer because I seen so many people getting at we hosting festivals this year. I look, he went off on somebody. I ain't even gonna go there. But there was a festival that mirrored our entire campaign and the particular people who in which through this festival I had given them our, our uh, event decks I wanted them to come on board with us helping us with camp this is what pisses me off about Chicago I extended that open hand to a couple of people instead of them saying yeah I'm gonna rock out they getting that oh I could do that too that's why the city don't get nowhere how did that make you feel though piss me off mm. clean piss me what, off what could possibly clean that matter up come help us Instead of trying to do your own thing, because I let it happen, I heard that they ain't even have water out there. I'm going to just say that. Anywho, I know what I'm doing. Let me do this. If you're a good team player, be a team player and come help, because I'm all for pushing this culture. I'm all for advancing our little, this little music industry of ours that we're trying to cultivate. Same thing with Zay. I'm going to look this in the camera. 
to all of you niggas out there that continuously think it's a good idea to copy this concept of from the block, stop it. Why? Because that is a Chicago-based platform. That is a Chicago-based videographer, dire- director, whatever you want to call it. His entire staff is Chicago-based. Why are you snatching the rug from somebody that has a good... This man is in the, run- in the front of the race holding the torch right now. We should all be pushing him mm-hmm. to get through that door so when he gets through, he can hold the bitch open and let all us in. Stop doing that. I'm sorry. It pisses me off because like it happened with the festival thing. Why y'all not coming to help? But we have a really good thing going. Do you feel like in Chicago, especially like any platform, everybody wants to be in the front that don't nobody ever be like, let's just get behind. Unfortunately, it's the Internet. Mm. I blame the Internet. The Internet gave everybody an extra ego. Those who are already egotistical have been pushed forward so much. You feel me? Because this thing called clout and because this thing called the Internet where you can you can uh, direct perspective. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You get to choose if you rich mm-hmm. and tell those people. You get to you get to pick if those people want to believe that you rich based on what you show them. For sure. So now we have a whole bunch of people who have been labeled as leaders, who have been labeled as gatekeepers, who have been labeled as big homies, who have been labeled as big dogs. You feel me? Th- that are not that. And unfortunately, if, if a person like me comes to them and tell them, hey, I want you on my team. I want you to be on my team. Their ego has been set so high, they can't come off that high horse because all the shorty just following them going to be like, damn, the boss just took a job. Hmm. That's what's wrong with Chicago. It's a handful of us that want to make shit happen. But guess what? Majority of the motherfuckers that's making shit happen have moved on because... like me right now I run into walls and I'm here fighting every day to be like hey I'm really here for the culture y'all I'm really trying to help people and I constantly get shit on constantly what make you keep going though cause I'm a tourist she gonna bulldoze her way through some shit period point blank <laughs> but you need that energy I'm my only child you gonna give me what the fuck I want that's just it mm-hmm. I ain't never had like put it this way you can't tell me no if it's something that I want, if it's something that, like, especially with and because I have confidence that's built behind a team of people that really feel so strongly the same way I do. Passionate the same way I am. Don't do coke. Okay, yeah, we're a collective of homies at the end of the day, but you know why they my friends? Nigga, I didn't meet these people until I was post-25. You feel me? Too old to be making friends. These are my people because we are like-minded <coughs> people. I keep individuals around me that are going to encourage and be effective. Pause. Okay, so this is... You know how you just said you keep like-minded people around you? Do you feel as though, like, a lot of, I guess, the tension or the friction may come from the fact that simply that everybody's not like-minded? So, like, while, you know, like, two people could have a, a similar idea, and while it would make sense to collaborate the collaboration doesn't work because we not like-minded. So, like, what you get what I'm saying? So, like, what do you say to that? When I mean like-minded, don't misconstrue this, when I mean like-minded, it's simply we're on the same conscious level. Okay. You're no longer chasing the shiny shit. Right. Because I'm not neither. You feel me? The shiny shit ain't what's going to get you there. That's what I mean, like-minded. We looking for a bigger goal. I'm not here to entertain the camera or say some false shit so when these mics go off, I can't stand on that. Right. The people that I'm around, when they capping off about that, hey, I got 100000 on me right now, they have that on them right now. 
You feel me? Or if I if I got people that saying, oh, we finna go bust a move, we finna go open this account, we finna go do this, we finna go, uh, let's make a deposit on on this building, let's go do this. Let, okay, the whole team going to Atlanta, we going to Bass Front, let's go. We're doing that. You feel me? Like, and the people around me got that understanding. When I I used to tell people, so we have brainstorm. Don't do coke. We do this. We have little meetings where we brainstorm. Rule is put it on the paper. If it's a thought, put it on the paper. If anybody in this room has the nerve to say no to the ideas that's going on the paper, get the fuck out right now because you are putting that. Much, if the what the Bible say about uh, uh, size of a must see faith, faith the what? Okay, so if it if it takes that much of faith to make some shit happen positively, how much, much negative energy mm-hmm. will it take to destroy some shit? Mm-hmm. Speak on it. You feel me? So that's how we run. All my people are encouraging and effective, okay? If I drop the ball, one of them going to pick it up and shoot it. That's how that goes. Yo, what's good? It's the one and only Illinois Jones. And right now you're tuned in to the dopest thing to hit the street since crack cocaine. And you know we got our homegirl in the building, our family. Something like a cousin <laughs> to Illinois. We got Shamika in the building, y'all. What's popping, cousin? Not much. Not much. You so calm it's today. Cool. Like, look, I'm trying to keep it clear. Because <laughs> I know in the comments, they was like, yo, it's going to be lit. <laughs> nah, look, I'm trying to mind my business. God has been blessing me lately. I'm trying to keep my tallies on the yeah, positive Because side. look, man, now we here and we talking. You feel me? Because I remember when the pandemic first kicked off, Clubhouse was popping. I would be in them rooms oh, with y'all. Girl. And I would hear you. I'm like, they done I gave this on. girl the mic. I used to be going <laughs> they done gave her the platform <laughs> to talk. Her shit and you was talking your shit. I wanted to know like what was because um, I know you was on Clubhouse a lot, um, doing a lot of rooms, being a what the, what do they call it. Um, they would be making me mods. Like yeah, I yeah. never used to be like, oh, give me green beans, give me the green beans, <laughs> right? No. Uh-uh. Like what was the benefit? Like how did Clubhouse help you? Did it help you in any type of way? Um, did it help me? Uh, I don't know if I I want to say it helped me any. Um. I met a lot of new people, I guess. Uh, I've like, I guess, yeah, just on the networking side, yeah. I met a couple of people, got in tune with some DJs and different shit like that. But like, in, for real, for real, has it helped me? No. Why? Because people have abused it. It's no longer about networking. It's just a big ass chat with drama. Like, yeah, like I go on there now, like I'm listening to the radio literally to hear people talk about their baby daddies and shit like that. So. It's yeah, are you still doing like that? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Yeah, for real. She, I be seeing her. I be jumping in there. She be on there all the time. I be like, hey, it's kind of for the notifications. I go straight to her room every time. And it always be some goofy shit. It always be some silly shit going on. I'm pretty. It, um, you be on that bitch early or late. It either be yeah. real, real early or real, real late. Because in the morning I catch my affirmation room and then once I get my affirmations for the day, the timeline well, just be messed. Not you in the Grand Rising Queen room. No, no, no. Not Grand Rising Queens. Not Grand Rising Queens. But I mean, I'm going to get my positivity how I get hey, it. And I like collective positivity. I was on there recently though and I had got tagged in with um when they had academics in that room. I was in that conversation with Mikey Jazz. Shout out to Mikey. He's a big dog on uh Clubhouse representing Chicago. But um that was a very interesting conversation. Yeah. Were you in there? We was on the stage, yeah. Uh, you, right, you wasn't there that day. I was, I was going off that yeah, day. Yeah, that's how I'm like, I'm gonna let her I was going off that day about uh they was asking like how can how can uh academics ever reconcile his relationship with Chicago considering Never. that 
you know, I, I said to them, this was my response to him and his people, because he was sitting in somebody's crib. It was what it was type shit. Like, he wasn't on there. He wasn't on the stage. But he but was there. He right. was in the room. Um, I pretty much told him, like, look, you, you, you done did enough, uh, you know, spilt enough blood. You've created enough havoc. You've gassed enough fuel to the fire. That it's to the point where you now have a platform and you built an entire career that started off of this shit. You know what I mean? It started in Chicago. started with you pretty much pushing bullshit. You changed the way hip-hop media is uh, created because now we, like I was explaining there, we know the people in the background because of niggas like uh, academics. When I say that, I mean like, yeah, we would know. Like, for example, we knew who Biggie was. But we didn't know who Biggie drug their last cousin was right. in the backgrounds of the pictures with him. But now we do because uh, Let's Shoot Him Up is getting a whole interview for being Woo's homie. Yeah, that's the type crazy shit. shit yeah. Academics made that type of media. Mm. So I told him, like, bro, use your platform now. Help Chicago. We have so many, uh, so much diverse music. It's not only drill. How do you think we got niggas like Chance? We got niggas like Vic Mensa. There are plenty of other Chance, the rappers, in Chicago. There are plenty of other uh, no-name gypsies. There are plenty of other, who like your Britney Carters. You know, all these girls that really rap that we'll never hear. Or all these talented-ass kids. Even with, like, the West Side Movement doing bop music and all of that. Like, people ignore that. People ignore the fun side of Chicago because it's focused on one thing. And if academics had focused on another something, he very well may be able to help us. Again, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Research that type of. How do you feel about so like weird. outside bloggers and other outside platforms speaking on Chicago culture <sighs> that never been or stepped foot or lived in Chicago? Everybody is everybody is uh, welcome to uh, an opinion. I'm gonna say that is it valid? Is the thing people need to understand validity is like very important sometimes a person can't be talking out their ass but at, in that moment it's like again the, the internet fucked that up the internet gave people the internet made it to whereas a certain particular name is right regardless mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if they know what they're talking about we had a whole president that because he's the president we watched him make terrible decisions and publicly lie however the internet has made it to whereas he was the fucking president like so people outside journalists are gonna have their opinions it depends on who it is is whether the masses are gonna run for it it's our jobs in Chicago to always start to push the real shit Mm-hmm. We have to stop focusing on, like I, I said this before, you would never see a nigga on uh, stage at Camp Smokey Bell getting that rah-rah, no you won't. <laughs> because there's so many other talented kids that I'm going to focus on. As soon as you gangbang, you out the door. When we we have a big, uh, uh, we filter all the music that comes through, whatever the platform is. As soon as you start gangbanging, name dropping, uh, B D G D A B C D E F G H I J K, whatever, we cutting it. I ain't. I'm not entertaining that no more. No, no. I feel you. As you should. Yeah. Nobody should really. At all. I mean, be the streets in the streets. Believe it in the streets, and that's why we don't entertain it neither. If yeah. you peep now, I, I think it's just time for a new wave, man. We we it's other shit we can focus on in the city, and the other so much talent. It's yeah. Now I want to actually transition to your music. Sexy. You drop crazy. You drop cool. And then you finally release Sexy to complete the series. But you did it privately, like secretly. Why? 
because people don't appreciate me. So the fun. You you feel that you really feel that way. What, why do you feel that way? How many how many girls do you hear on the radio that are rapping? For real? How many girls on the radio do you hear that are making actual music that has body to it? And it's not just uh, some falsetto-ass uh, me, like, auto-tuning it out. Like but you can say the same shit about niggas, though, too. Yeah, yeah but nope. that's she, not But she's saying, like, at the end of the day, they're getting played. Right, they right. get that recognition. You do not, like, female... Females in hip-hop, um, we are in a weird position right now because we are not able to advance past the age of 24. Mm. All of our popular music is for girls that are about 24 years old. Do you walk That's around nice. drinking and getting fucked up every day? Are you worried about texting about five niggas every day getting flued out and shit like no, that? I got bills to pay. Okay, right. <laughs> because some, it's a group some. of us that are are actually regular women that live, and we want to hear some dope music too, shit. And I'm not always trying to clap ass cheeks. So it's like they don't allow us that. Mm. Damn, you just made a great fucking point. Mm-hmm. I don't and even how you just said twenty four. Like, I just feel like sometimes it's a little younger than that. Yeah, like, I feel like yeah. it's like a very like preteen ass TikTok ass. You know who I blame for this? The internet. Jay Z. Jay Z. Ever since Hove said thirties the new twenty, the fucking black community has like. Retracted. I mean, because like, people think thirty is old. Yeah, and that's what's so crazy. Because I just had so that conversation with you. Yeah, that's crazy. Because I, me and my friends were just talking about like we nearing thirty. Like, think about this, right? Thirty sound lit to me though. Thirty is like from my from my surroundings. It's your twenties, but you're not poor. Like, think about that. That's but the thing, I, I, I don't, I don't know, G. Bro, I don't know because you got, I don't know. Bro, you can go on vacation right now. When you was twenty, you barely could put gas in your tank. Shit. Facts. That's traveling. You feel me? That's growth. You just said growth. But I don't think it's whole fault, though. I am I ain't saying it's whole fault. I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, I get what you're saying in the new 20. Let me give you another perspective. Grandparents, granddaddies. Let's talk about granddaddies. When we was kids, had you ever known a granddaddy that was an attractive guy? Like, like for real, like. What you mean? Like, cause like my granddaddy, like Ronald no, Isley, like no, Ronald not Isley, handsome, not handsome, but I'm talking about oh, like granddaddy, yo, like, like damn, yeah. granddaddy, young as hell now, like granddaddies right. is like fairy themselves like so much younger, bro, and it's the same thing we'll with no older old women yeah. though. Look, Everybody's trying to look be at younger. all the basketball moms now compared to in the '90s that look like moms with fanny packs and shit like that. Like their bitches is stacked when they forty, getting their bodies done, and it's retarded. Like that's the part I don't. The get age, the age, so, like, because Hove has told everybody thirty to the new twenty. So, so technically, when you thirty, you in your twenties type shit. So by the time you forty, you just getting your act together. So you pretty much feel like you know your music is not really catering. I guess to the right audience now that the new generation is My involved. music is made for the people that are not like going out there looking for the extra shit that want to hear some like I can relate to this. I enjoy music. I'm going to put this on and clean up and then it's going to repeat itself and I wouldn't mind it repeating itself mm-hmm. type shit. Like I was going for the way you felt when you when you actually played TLC um, Crazy Sexy Cool or the way you felt when you heard uh Usher um, confessions, you feel me? Or you know them certain CDs, fucking um, Destiny Child catering to you. Certain CDs you it's could nostalgic. put on that was just like 
you ain't even realize you was listening to it because mm-hmm. it was like breathing air. It was that easy. It was that rece- receptible. Like that's how, the music that I wanted to put out, and I didn't break my neck trying to go find fans or like the people who knew it was out were anticipating it and they appreciated it. They went and they got it, and that was that. And I enjoyed it. Is your passion for creating music still there? It's still there. I still record. That was, that was I wanted to know if, if we were you know with this series. If I had some time, I was gonna rap for you because you told me to send you a beer, but I ain't got time because I'm gonna have to shoot out because go to this Bulls game. Hey, look, but I was going to rap <laughs> for you. I said, I'll come back just to rap for y'all. Let's do next that week. next week. What I'll we come gonna back do? just to rap for y'all. No Cause, bullshit because I was late today and I will do that. I swear to God. I'm look, ready. y'all heard it because I showed hit. I say and he that's did. when you brought up the old word too. What with the, in the text? You was like, man, I feel oh, I feel oh, yeah, it does make me feel because I rap for real and it be making me feel oh. Because if somebody was to walk in here, they'd be like, look at this bitch over here rapping. You spend them bars. That's all that matters. You spend them bars. I do this shit well, because I love it. I, I love hip hop. That's why I do it. That's just it. I know you got to wrap it on up. We got to wrap it on up as well. But let's talk about what's next for Don't Do Coke. And I'm going to jump into some more music to end things off. Don't Do Coke right now is focusing on location, Chicago. Um, we are focusing on running a couple of open house events. Again, I'm serious about chopping it up with y'all to possibly do a, a private after set. Okay, so when we, what y'all done around 12? No, nah, we know we in early. We, I'm, I'm, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> we old. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we old. So we how y'all was a two-hour after set, you know what I'm saying? However you want to do that at night. That's Monday night. We kick it, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to definitely check out the spot. For sure. For, for sure, for sure. sure. I promise you, that's real. I'm not lying. Let, hey, I don't let, lie. Let people Sometimes, know. But I, What's I'm next for you as an artist? Next for me as an artist, um, low-key, uh, I am working on some rappy rap rapidly rap because that's what, I, what my body feels like like I had been feeling like doing the melodic stuff before but ever since I've been getting like gassed up in the head my my people been gassing me about rapping so I've been rapping I just did uh, Zay's from the block performance y'all go check that out I was just rapping it. floating on that one um, we're do- I'm doing him again. Paul's doing him again. <laughs> um, uh, I'll be recording with him again in December when he comes back to the crib. Uh, and if y'all trying to uh, rock out, make sure y'all hit up Zay because it's important that we support, bro. If you uh, hey, we need Zay know. here hey, in that need, seat. I, look on the real. So Zay, we trying to. Yeah, we've been trying to say. I promise y'all, I tell, bro. If you watching this, Zay, I'm well, sorry. You're gonna but hit I'm this. Them, bro. Yeah, you this. Like, but you, yeah, you gotta come. Definitely. Uh, but also before we get up out there let people know how they can get in tune with you how they can follow you because your Twitter's no more uh, my Twitter's no more but don't do coke don't do coke crew on Twitter is where I'm at R.I.P. might have they nipped me in the bud they stay getting you up out of them girl <laughs> yeah. um, this the same page it's, uh. it's restricted it's not even deleted like mm-hmm. I can still sign in but y'all can't see me Oh, oh that sucks. Oh, they they, right. they shadow banned you like they, they did. Yeah, Trump that. Well, they didn't even it. Trump you. They gave you so much worse. They got me up out of Yeah, but um, y'all can follow me on Instagram. That's where I'm at normally. Chamika underscore. You can follow all of my children that are in, in my bio as well. Um, Fat friend, skinny friend, location dot Chicago, and don't do coke crew. Okay. Yes, sir. Hey, again, that was Chamika. Thank you for stopping through and always delivering gems on gems on gems. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, gems. Instagram, all of those things at Official Beko. That's Official B as in boy, E K O E. Catch us Monday at the Promontory. RSVPs is almost gone. So, y'all grab them RSVPs now, Illinois.com. Hit that ticket tab and RSVP right now. Or you could, you could donate as well. We could definitely appreciate your donations. Uh, pretty ride.
what it is. Gifts. Yes. Donations. Donations. <laughs> um, but um, what Biko said, go RSVP. Don't ask me about. Sh- I'm not coming to get nobody from the door. I'm turning my phone off when I step in the venue. Well, I ain't going to do that because I like to take some selfies. But, I mean, just in case you want to see those, follow me on Instagram at Pretty Riot. Um, click the link in my bio because I have merch that I just dropped. It's a little ebook in there. RSVP for this stuff. Check out me on Audrey Valentine and her live listening session. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's all I got. I'm a little tired today. <laughs> she slept the all the way here. Look, so bro. <laughs> motherfuckers then went back to the real the real world of working and I tired. Boss Jones. What, what you on? Man, you know I'm on life. But uh, y'all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at IllinoisJones88. Y'all can also follow me on TikTok too at IllinoisJones88. You feel me? Uh, I don't like y'all that much to get on my Facebook and Snapchat, but it's all love. But if you want to hear my voice every day or see my face every day, all you got to do is go to Illinois.co or download that app ASAP. You hear me? Uh, make sure y'all pop out Monday, November 8th. It's going down. I'm giving out shots of water. Everybody get a shot. Everybody stay hydrated the whole night. Everybody gonna stay hydrated. You feel me? But uh, it's gonna be lit, man. It's gonna be a good time. It's our fourth year anniversary, man. It's gonna be a dope ass, dope ass environment to be in. So you don't want to miss it, Chicago. It feels still good outside today in November. You feel me? It feel good out here. So I need y'all to do me a few favors. Party hard, but party safe. And And if if you you can't can't do both, stay your ass in the house. For those that don't know who I am, I am Biko. It's your girl, Pretty Riot. I'm Illinois Jones. I just want to thank you for tuning in to Illinois Radio. Every Saturday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Make sure you guys go ahead and subscribe on YouTube. Search Illinois Radio. Head over to your Spotify, your Apple Podcasts, all of those streaming networks where you can stream podcasts and search Illinois Radio. We right there. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Hit that follow button and uh, stay in tune with us. You have it. We own it. Big P's. See you later, That's all, folks.